This is Daylight Magazine coming to you from Adventist World Radio Ghana, the voice of hope. Today's Daylight Magazine has segments designed with you in mind. Stay tuned and be blessed. Who's the one who's here today? Leading everybody to the heavenly way. I said no, nobody, 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 no, no. Now who's the one who really knows my mind? Knows the many complicated problems I find. I said no, nobody, 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 no, no. I said no, nobody, 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 no one but Jesus. When they feel you need their comfort, you can still help them when all others see you to be the damn helpless. You can still be their chair, even as they see you in deeper grief and tears. You can still dance to the morning tune, though there be reasons for mourning. You can still stand to be their hope when all signs point to hopelessness. You can still be the face of fate for the faithless as they see your troubles loom. You can still be depended upon when you've nothing, and that's true independence. You can still hold on to that little wood of faith, though the storm whines and spins. 
you can still be kind to them though they meet you with meanness and fierce hate you can still be good even though bad circumstances try to efface your existence written by Examine yourself. Examine yourself. Note down this quotation and read afterwards. That is Psalm 139. Read from chapter 1 to the last verse. The verse 1 to 24. Examine yourself. Sometimes our sins can block answers to prayer. Let the prayer of the psalmist be one of yours. Search me, O God, and know my thoughts. See if there be some wicked way in me. Cleanse me from every sin and set me free. Remember, God is all-seeing, all-knowing, all-powerful, and everywhere present. God knows us. God is with us. And His greatest gift is to allow us to know Him. He is ready to search you. Examine yourself. And if you cannot find anything, ask God to search yourself. And then, ask Him for forgiveness so that your prayers will be answered. God bless you. I am Bell Dollar Bill. episode of Tech Talk was aired and recorded on the 27th March 2014. This is the fifth part of the discussion, Child Online Protection. Okay, okay, okay. So what was the situation back then? What prevented them from um, taking this initiative long time ago? What kept them? <laughs> yeah, right, looking about 10 years ago. Wow. Uh, okay, 10, uh, no, let's say about 10, 14 years ago, when I came to Valley View University, we only had uh, this in the uh, lab. There was only one lab for all the students in the school. And when you go, uh, when you go to the lab, it, it, it wasn't highly uh, this, uh, set up. There was no student on uh, Valley View campus who had uh, yeah. a computer. Yeah. I know uh, this, uh, a friend of mine, uh, this, uh, I won't mention his name. He was one of the people to bring a computer, desktop computer to school. Mm. Then I know the the first person who brought uh, this uh, a laptop to school was also a computer science student. Okay, so that was about ten about ten years ago. Right now, everywhere you go, you see people with laptops running around. 
uh, almost every student, about 80% of the students on campus have access to laptops. So it shows you that back then, the, the exposure wasn't there. There were uh, we, uh, uh, computers and this wasn't that popular. But right now, it's very, very popular. So as popularity uh, grows, that means that the need for those uh, that awareness and that initiative also needs to be taken. So I think probably they didn't take that decision a long time ago because it they wasn't a risk at that time. It wasn't a major risk at that time. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm your host, Gerard Amavi. If you, in case you just tuned in, we're talking about child online protection and then the way for it, how to educate you on what to do and then the science involved. We were talking about the science involved in uh, child online protection and how to know your, your, your child is actually being exploited on the internet. But then, what are the details of this policy unveiled by uh, National you know, in Information Technology Agency in Ghana? Did they actually disclose the, the details of this policy? Uh, actually, what happened was that it, it was an agreement between uh, Ghana, the government of Ghana, and uh, through the Ministry of Communication with the Cyber uh, this, uh, Commonwealth Cyber Security Initiative. So uh, they become uh, they, uh, Ghana is now becoming part of that body. So that we'll start implementing, we'll start looking at uh, the government of Ghana. will start putting in place policies that are geared towards uh, this, uh, ch- uh, child protection on the uh, when they go on the internet. So I think this uh, that was the act to the disclosure of uh, this thing. It all boils down. It all falls under the uh, Children's Online Protection Act. That is the general overall one. But the Commonwealth one is mostly restricted to Commonwealth countries, which Ghana has now become a, a member of. Which Ghana is a Ghana is a member of Commonwealth. So yeah. Ghana has now joined the Commonwealth Cybersecurity Initiative. Signing this agreement. Yeah, in, uh, by signing that agreement. Okay. I was talking earlier about the signs that indicate a child is being cyber exploited. What are the signs that uh, a guardian or a parent should look out for? Okay. Um, because most of us youth spend most of our time on the internet, using our laptops, using our computers to surf on the internet, most of us or most, most people these days, most youth these days, have this thing for social networking sites. And then... As we stated earlier into the program, we we discussed about cyberbullying, terrorism, and then the rest. Now, with respect to cyberbullying and the rest yeah. of the issues that we discussed, yeah. now, you realize that after going to such sites and being a victim to such acts, you it gets personal and then it affects you, like, psychologically. Yeah. So, even at home, there are certain signs that parents should look out for. Like, after a child is done using a computer, he feels like he gets depressed, angry, or frustrated. Or it could be a computer or any electronic device. And then the parents should look out for signs as that. And then also, uh, either they're using a computer for a while, the child might stop using it or probably increases the use of such devices. It's also a sign. So it could be that he's actually indulging in certain interesting acts in the sense of, say, child pornography. Yeah. So in such such instances, could increase the child's um, motive to yeah. using the internet or the computer. And also, if he gets actually hurt by certain um, uh, acts in in, in, in relation to cyberbullying and the rest, he may stop using it. There's also an easy going about school or social events. So the Maybe he may be ex- on online, this social networking site. He may have friends who are at school. 
and then they bully him online. Yeah. And when he gets to school, he may he may become very physical. Yeah. So he may feel yeah, reluctant um, to go to school. Yes, and then also he may feel like the whole world is against him yeah. or something like that. Because basically, when you go to school, you meet your friends online. The same people who you are yeah. with online yeah. are abusing you in that sense. Yeah. And then you still meet them physically at school, and then it gets very frustrating. Mm-hmm. And also, the when the child is withdrawn from the family, he yeah. gets more stuck to his friends online than even his physical friends outside so yeah that's also a sign that parents should look out for okay okay um basically uh, this thing jelon has covered uh, virtually everything the basic signs of cyber bullying is similar to signs of bullying uh fiscal fiscal bullying as it happens in school Okay, and uh, Jelon has covered most of them. But the key point is that as parents, as guidance, we need to look at, uh, we need to uh, study our children, know our children very well. Because you need to know that uh, this is the normal behavior of my kid. So if something happens out of norm, if it becomes the child becomes withdrawn, then you should be able to detect that there's something bothering the uh, kid. Usually some of these, because of abuse, because of cyberbullying and those kind of abuse, they tend to be a bit withdrawn into themselves or they, they, they are afraid that even if they tell adults about it, they will be punished for it. And that is what is happening with, with some of these uh harassment, sexual harassment and everywhere, whereby children do not speak out about it. Yeah. But educating the children and letting them be aware of it will help them to communicate with you easily. There are some parents who, when they, when, as soon as they get to the house, scatter uh, all the, or every, everybody goes into their rooms or are hiding away from daddy or mommy. But then have there been instances where a child bullies another child in cyberspace? Yeah. And if so, then what, what term is given to this? I mean, a child actually perpetrating this thing. It's, it's also the same as bullying, cyberbullying. And most of the time, the bullying is not an adult bullying a child. It's among the, themselves. Okay. I quite remember there was an incident that happened some years ago uh, of uh, this, uh, one student uploading the nude images of uh, this, another student. And then a uh, student nearly committed suicide right here in Ghana. It's not something that happened outside. Yeah. It's uh, right here in Ghana. It happened on High Five. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. And it took a while before they were able to remove the, those nude images. But by then, the, the images have been taken. Uh, okay. So some of these, and sometimes uh, kids take um, images on themselves, and they don't know the repercussions in later years. For example, you become a minister, and uh, somebody uploads uh, your nude picture there that this, were, uh, this was what you were doing as a kid. Then you are exposed, and it damages your, uh, this, uh, your future. You have been listening to a discussion on the topic, Child Online Protection. A continuation will be brought to you later. For any inquiries or contribution, you can contact us on plus 233-244-67. Three five two eight or plus two three three two four four two three five zero one seven or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF five nine five Adenta Greater Accra Region Ghana. We will expect your feedback. A-W-R-Ghana.
Welcome to Moment of Truth, and this is your servant Ebenezer Ban. I have captured my sermon. Are you high maintenance? Are you high maintenance? A blessing and joy in Christ is support from brethren in times of spiritual crisis. Those who are strong are to support the weak. Let us pray. King of kings, Lord of lords, there is a time for us to hear your word. Speak to us in Jesus' name. Amen. Are you high maintenance? I know. You'll be surprised and also be shocked if I ask you, are you high maintenance? When is it okay to be high maintenance? What is high maintenance? It refers to the need for a lot of attention. It requires to maintain something in good order, requiring a lot of time, energy, money, and others. Any person or thing that requires a lot of attention, example, cars, employees that requires close provision, to do their jobs right. Significant others, 
that require a lot of gifts or they lose their interest as applied to Christians. Christians are high maintenance. If they require a lot of attention in order to remain faithful, if they require a lot of coddling or pampering to be active, Christians that are high maintenance. Babies in Christ just start stirring their faith and their new spiritual life. Slotting Christians who attend and work only when constantly prodded, even churches can be high maintenance or not. It's a question. Are you high maintenance? The church in the Corinth certainly was. They were highly maintenance. The church in Philippi was not. And look at the two significance. The church of Corinth and also the church of Philippi. Some high maintenance is good and necessary in the work of the local church. But when it exists where it will not, then there can be more problems. The difficulty of high maintenance where it can help High maintenance is crucial for the newborn Christians. Just as it is for physical baby, the weak in faith, weak in knowledge, and they are all suspitable. Without a proper attention, they may soon be overcome. High maintenance is essential for the hurting Christians, just as it is for someone who is sick or injured. Overtaking in a fault, suffering physical illness and persecution, they are weak without proper attention. They may soon be overwhelmed. In such cases, high maintenance is certainly called for where it can hurt. When it hinders the growth of the church, which grows through evangelism, edification, benevolence, which may not even undue effort is spent on a select few when it holds back the effort of workers. Paul desired to preach where Christians and where Christ was not named. Yet church like that of one at Corinth held them back. When more serious needs go unmet, example, babies in Christ not being helped because addicts expect coddling. The sick and dying being neglected because others require attention. There are times in our spiritual lives when we are all required high maintenance, but to avoid keeping it from those who really need it, we should give serious thought and effort towards. Through individual growth, we need high maintenance. When we are babies in Christ, we need high maintenance but we should reach a point where we do not need it again where can we become providers and not just the recipients consider the uncomfortable and even the unfortunate cases of the hebrew christians through individual strength strength from brethren is certainly helpful when we need it but we should also reach a point where our strength comes from god where we can become the producers, not just the consumers. Consider the remarkable example of the Apostle Paul. When we read of the book of Philippians chapter 4, the verse 11 to 13, and also the Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3 to 6, it gives account of Paul, the Apostle. My purpose has not been to discourage because of my high maintenance when it is rightly needed. For we are to bear one another's burden. Galatians chapter 6, verse number 2. And the strong are to bear with the infirmities of the weak. 
my desire has been to challenge you in thinking about your service to Christ, to reflect about your work in the kingdom of God. Are you bearing your goal alone? When a burden becomes unbearable, that is when we need high maintenance from our brethren. When failure to bear our own load requires high maintenance, that is when we hinder the cause of Christ. He who is slothful in his work is a brother to him who is a great destroyer. Proverbs chapter 18, the verse number 9. Beloved, this is the time we need to show ourselves approved. This is the time we need to maintain ourselves. This is the time we need to sit down and check and find out all kinds of misleading in our life and prompt ourselves and also lead ourselves in the right manner. Christ is ever ready to maintain us if we only we avail ourselves. And also Christ and the Holy Spirit also will prevail in us so that we can do greater things in our life. It's my prayer and it's my desire. You may still high maintenance for Christ will also reward you and use you for his own. In Jesus' name, amen. We thank you, dear Father, for giving us your word. May you continue to be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Thank you very much for staying with us. Once again, you can reach us on plus 233-244-673528 or plus 233-244-235-017 or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF595. Adenta Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hand be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now. <laughs>